Hello and welcome to Zach's Corner, that other show from the pod people, with your third favorite host, Zach. Woo! I always feel like I'm a little unenthusiastic on the intro, so I thought I'd throw in a woo! I don't know if that works. <laughs> so this week, um, you know, I was looking around for what I might want to do, and I couldn't find anything that just spoke to me, right? But what did, what did speak to me is um, I saw a movie in theaters this weekend, um, and man, it was really great, and it just really struck me, and uh, you know, like, I, I don't get got very often, but man, it got me weepy. You know, like, I actually cried a couple times in the movie, and uh, I really liked it. It, like, it, 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 it stuck with me, and it lingered with me the rest of the day, and I really, really liked it. So I thought, instead of, uh, you know, finding a movie, watching it, and doing the whole synopsis, I figured I would just talk about a movie I watched, and... Talk about like what was cool about the movie, like what you know, why I liked it so much, and I'll do my best not to spoil everything. It's still in theaters, and then maybe it'll get you guys to want to watch it. I don't know, but this will be there will be spoilers, of course. And the movie I'm going to talk about is Jojo Rabbit, because uh, I watched it in theaters. I really, really liked it, and so yeah, I think that's just or we're going to try something. You know, I always try to experiment on the show, give you guys new things. Uh, change things up. Um, yeah. So Jojo Rabbit, if you don't know, is uh, it's from Taika Waikiki. Uh, you know, I think everyone knows him now for doing Thor Ragnarok, which is actually a movie I hate. So going in, I was going off of that, and I was like, I don't know. But the movie looked great. So the trailer would lead you to believe that there's this young boy and this is like uh, making fun of Nazis or kind of... It's, it's a movie in World War II. And uh, our main character's name is Jojo. And he's a 10-year-old boy. And he's, uh, you know, part of the Hitler youth, right? He's like wanting to be a Nazi when he grows up. He's all about, you know, Germany, all about the Nazi party. And, you know, he's all rah-rah for the motherland, right? Fatherland, sorry. <laughs> yeah, not the motherland, that'd be Russia. They're the enemy. Uh, no, but he's all for it, rah-rah for the fatherland, you know, good little Nazi child. And uh, he has an imaginary friend. But not just any imaginary friend, Hitler is his imaginary friend. <laughs> and so Jojo, as he's going through his day, um, you know, he'll just have weird conversations with Hitler. And Hitler is played by Taika Waikiki, who's the writer-director of the film. And uh, he does a stupendous job as Hitler. I mean, just a stupendous job. And the funny thing is, uh, I heard that when they were trying to get funding for this movie, uh, the studio said they would only, and it's 20th, 20th Century Searchlight, so it's like Fox Searchlight Pictures, right? They would only do it if uh, Wakiki himself would play Hitler. So that's kind of interesting, you know, because he was going to make the movie by himself. He was just going to put all his own money into it because this is what he really wanted to get done. And... Uh, <laughs> So he ended up having to play Hitler. Anyway, so Jojo, you know, he has this imaginary friend Hitler, right? All right. <laughs> and uh, other people in this film are Sam Rockwell. Uh, he plays like a Nazi who's like, uh, he's, he trains the Hitler youth. Like they're at a camp and he's like the main instructor. And then uh, throughout the movie, uh, he 
gets reassigned to where he works kind of at like a youth center where they're teaching the children. Um, they're putting up propaganda posters. They're trying to collect scrap metal for the war efforts, you know. And so he's like in charge of that. So Sam Rockwell is throughout this movie, and he's like a pretty important character. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in this as well, and she plays JoJo's mom, and she's amazing in this movie. And the mom's such a really cool character. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> she reminds me a lot of my mom, you know, because my mom's super cool. And, uh, you know, she was always making everything better, even when things weren't great. She always put positive spins on everything. And that's what JoJo's mom does. She's, you know, trying to make the best out of this terrible situation. They're in the middle of this war. And she's still trying to bring up JoJo as normal as possible. Just, you know, trying to get him to enjoy life and be happy. And she's like, we, uh, you know, she's doing everything she can to keep him normal and centered, you know. And she's doing it alone. Because as we find out throughout the film, uh, JoJo's dad is off in Italy. Or that's what they say. Is, uh, you know, he's he's fighting in the war. And so he, he's been gone for two years and they don't exactly know what's happening with JoJo's dad. So, you know, mom's doing what she can. And, uh... Yeah, it's just a really great film. Um, yeah, we have the... What happens with JoJo is the beginning of the film, they're at this camp, right? And JoJo gets injured at the camp, and so he can't do it. And that's how come he ends up having to go work at the uh, the office. Because he can't be a soldier anymore because he has an injured leg. Uh, you know, he's crippled, you know, and uh, so he can't do it. And, you know, he's really upset by this. And he's really sad because he wants to, you know, join the war effort. You know, he wants to help the glory of Germany. And his ultimate goal is to be a personal guard for Hitler. Because Hitler's his guy. He's his imaginary friend. He talks to him. Hitler's his buddy. When he's getting picked on by everybody else because Jojo's a bit of a loner, Hitler's always there to make him feel better. They're buddies. And uh, he's always got Jojo's back. He's like the only person that has Jojo's back. It's... And uh, he has another friend, and um, <laughs> and this kid's hilarious. He's a he's a little fat kid with glasses. Um, I can't remember his name, uh, cause you know, I I couldn't take notes because I was in a movie theater. But his friend, they're talking, and he's like, "Am I your best friend, Jojo?" He's like, "You're my second best friend, cause Hitler, Hitler's my best friend. So you should be happy to settle for second best." <laughs> and it's really funny. And this little fat kid with glasses is just tremendous throughout the movie, man. He rolls with the punches better than anybody, like, I've seen, like, in any movie, man. Like, <laughs> like whatever's happening, the kid's all in. Like, he gets, uh, he, he ends up getting conscripted into the military, and he's wearing this suit that's paper-like. Like, so it's, like, it's pretty much paper, but, uh, you know, the kid even, he's trying to put it off, like, oh, it's paper-light. I thought it was, like, paper, too, but it's not. It's a durable material. And, you know, and then uh, at one point he's, like, running. And he's like, this is so hard to run in. But he's just always trying to make the best of it. And it's really great. <laughs> um, I think the strongest parts of this movie are the, the relationship between the mom and Jojo. Because, uh, you know, the mom, you know, it's her goal to protect and keep Jojo safe, you know. And uh, we find out ideologically... She's not aligned with the Nazi party. She doesn't believe in it. She's against it. and uh, But she can't say that around JoJo. Because, you know, 
if JoJo is like that, it's dangerous for him, right? Because it's dangerous for her to be anti-Hitler. And so to keep him safe, she has to let him go on and try to be this good little Hitler youth. And it's so crushing. Because, you know, if you're like, a, like part of the resistance and you're doing everything you can to make sure that, you know, the Nazis aren't winning, right? And you're trying to disrupt everything you can, right? And, um, uh, you know... But then you got to watch your little son that you love so much just buy into the propaganda and be so gung-ho and be so in love with Hitler. Like, it's got to hurt, like, in your core. Um, this is a spoiler in the movie. Uh, inside of JoJo's house, um, his mother has been hiding a, a young Jewish uh, girl. She's not, I mean, she's like, uh, I think teenage or early 20s. But he's, she is hiding a Jew in her house in Germany, and you know it's because she's she's vehemently against the Nazis, and so she's doing just even her little small part of just hiding this one poor Jew to try to save her from the cruel world, you know. And uh, it's it's so sad. And uh, JoJo finds her one day, and she and he's freaked out because of the propaganda against the Jews, and he's like so scared, you know. He's like, "Ah, oh, there's a Jew in my house," and. You know, as the movie changes, their relationship changes, you know. And so it's really interesting to watch this movie. And uh, yeah, and I think that's the big point I think I, I love most about this is um, uh, the way I would describe it is it's a movie, it's, it's a comedy. Um, and I don't want to give away too much because, like, I just really think you guys should watch this. But uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, the movie starts off really great. And it only gets better throughout its runtime. Like, the movie is only better and better the longer the movie is. And then by the end of it, you're like, at least I was, I was blown away by how good the movie was. Like, I was just so enamored by it. It was so great. And uh, one of the subtle ways they, th they show this is because JoJo's our main character, right? He's our point of entry into this world. So everything we see is through his eyes, through his interpretation, right? And so... The beginning of the movie, everything's fine, everything's happy because, you know, the Nazis are doing well and he's a happy little kid, right? Because he's, like, blissful, you know, he's, like, ignorant to everything going on in the world. He's just in his bubble, and for him, everything's fine. Well, as his point of view changes, as his worldview changes, the tone of the movie shifts, right? Because as things become more real to him, as he starts to see the bigger picture, right? As things start to get a little cloudy a little hazy as his ideology starts to get questioned you know he starts to see things differently right and so the movie kind of goes from a comedy and transitions into a drama which is awesome because this movie is so so much better because you watch the trailers and you watch all the advertising and you think oh this is like a uproarious nazi comedy right slapsticky nazis who doesn't love that but this movie is so much more it's just it's literally just jojo you know trying to get through the world, right? And it's him trying to get through World War II. And it's very fascinating the way you look at it. To just to see the change in Germany, you know, through the eyes of a 10-year-old kid is kind of crazy. And one of the ways they show this in the film, which I think is kind of brilliant, is uh, the change in Hitler. Um, because, you know, Hitler's his imaginary friend. And at the beginning, he's real friendly. He's got JoJo's back. And he's always trying to help out JoJo. But as the movie progresses, he gets more and more aggressive. And he gets more and more antagonistic and more authoritative towards JoJo. And there's parts of the movie where, uh, you know, he's talking to Hitler. 
and Hitler's real mean to him, and he's yelling at him. And JoJo's like, whoa, what the heck's happened, you know? And it's because it's, you know, he's getting further and further unindoctrinated from the hate, right? Because he's becoming more and more accepting because this young Jewish woman in his house is changing him, right? You know? And it's really great. And the mom, you know, and the mom is great. She's always telling JoJo to just be a kid. She's like, I want you to be a little kid. Be scared of thunder. Think I invented chocolate cake, right? She's always trying to steer him away. So slowly between the Jewish woman and the mom, JoJo's kind of slipping out of the Nazism, right? Like he's, he's slowly not becoming a Nazi. And it's really great. And it's like, wow, this is really like, it's a stunning movie, man. It's so good. And there's just like a lot of subtle things. Like there's things with uh, Sam Rockwell's character. You think about him one way, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, wow, he's such a different person. It's because, you know, everyone has to put on a brave face, right? Everyone has to have certain expectations, like in the world, right? Especially for the Nazis, because everything's so particular, everything's so meticulous. Like, you gotta rah-rah, everything's for the fatherland, you know? But then your internal feelings, you know, you kind of have to push back. You kind of have to hide, right? You have to put on this brave face, right? You're like, yeah, Hitler's great. But then at the same time, you know, you might not feel like that or something, right? So this is a really fascinating thing. And it's cool because, I don't know, I just think the idea of using a 10-year-old boy to look at this whole thing is just a fascinating thing because he's so young and naive at the beginning, you know? And so he believes everything. Like, he believes all the horror stories about Jews and how they have horns and, you know... And uh, <laughs> at one point, he's talking to the young Jewish girl in the house, and she's uh, she's telling him, you know, all these horrible things about Jews because she's messing with JoJo because he's like a young boy, and uh, <laughs> and so she he's impressionable, and so she's just like kind of leaning into the stereotypes, you know, and it's just kind of funny. She's like, yeah, we live in caves, and sometimes we hang upside down, and uh, there's this really funny bit where JoJo starts to write a book about the Jews. You know, like a, a field guide. He's like, because he's talking about, too, his little fat friend. He's like, oh, I don't even really know what Joe looks like. What would I do if I met one? And so he's real curious about the Jews. And so he's writing this he's writing this book on the Jews. And it's just like really funny stuff like that. It's just a fantastic movie. Yeah. And it's just, you know, parts of it are just heartbreaking. Like, I'm, like I said, I don't want to give away everything in the movie because I really think this is worth watching. But there's this one part of the movie where I just, oh, I just lost it, man. I, I, I could not stop crying. It's so good. It's, oh, it's so good. And, like, parts of it, it's like, you know, like, you, you just feel so bad for JoJo, you know, because you, he's a good kid. Like, you know, on, on, on the aesthetics of it, right, you're like, oh, he's a Nazi, fuck him. He's got it, what's coming. But he's just a kid. You know, he's 10. You know, he's going to believe everything he hears. And so as JoJo changes, you know, you just feel for him. And it's just like, you know, I just felt so many times I was like, oh, I just don't want anything bad to happen to JoJo. You, like, you almost get protective of the kid, you know, and it's kind of crazy. And it's just like, oh, it's so great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would definitely watch this movie. It's so good. And there's just like, ah, uh, see, like, there's just so much depth to this movie. And I just don't want to give it all away, you know, because... I think because it's still in theaters, and it's like, oh, you know what? I will. All right. So if you don't want any, like, I'm, I'm going to go deeper in this little portion right here just because I think it's really great. Like, this is so much fun. All right. Like, I'm going to get into real spoiler territory. So if you don't want spoilers, 
you know, more than you already got. We'll just we'll we'll tell you by sixteen by sixteen minutes and ten seconds. Um, that's where I'm going. I'm gonna start spoilers. All right, all right, and now we're in spoiler territory. So, <laughs> like, okay, so Jojo, you know, he's ten. He can't tie his shoes, right? And so his mom always has to help him tie his shoes. And so, you know, that's something throughout the film is, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I think it's also kind of showing more things, right? Like, it's something else he has to learn, right? It's something else he hasn't figured out. And so, it, you know, it's an important part of life that he has to figure out. It's just like this other thing, right? And uh, so by the end of the movie, he's able to tie uh, shoes, right? But it's so sad. So shoes are important in this. And uh, the mom, she always wants to dance around because she's like, you know, when you're free, you dance. And that's another thing is like, you know, that comes up later too. So, but the mom, they always show her feet. She's got these white and red shoes, right? And, uh, you know, they show them throughout the movie and you're like, this is weird. This is going like a Tarantino-esque thing, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, all right, and Jojo, right, and he can't tie his shoes, and so the mom's always tying his shoes, so you're seeing, you know, Jojo's, she's always tying Jojo's shoes, teaching him how to tie shoes, and you always see her shoes, right? We get to a part, and this is, this is the part that just, I, I cried so hard, and I think I cried hard because the mom reminds me of my own mom, you know, and it's just, like, it's always sadder when you can relate it to someone. So Jojo's out there, and he's handing out pamphlets, right? You know, he's doing his good little Nazi stuff. and Or maybe he's collecting scrap metal. I can't remember which one it is this time. But uh, earlier in the film, uh, we see that there's these public hangings. And they're for people uh, that are being hung uh, because they're against the Nazi party. They are against Germany's uh, extermination of the Jews. They're against their ideologies. They're against what they're doing in the war. And they're being hung as an example, you know, for being spies and for being, you know, conspirators. And uh, Jojo, when he first sees these, he tries to look away. And the mom turns his head towards it, and she wants to make him look at it. And she can't say it to Jojo, but it's, you know, letting him know, you know, you know, we're, this is, these are the good people. You know, these are the people fighting against, the, you know, the evil that is Hitler, right? And so Jojo, later in the movie... Um, he goes up to where the people are being hung, and you see his mom's shoes. Like, you don't see her face, but you see those shoes that you've seen the entire movie. Just those red and white shoes. And it, is, it just rip your heart out. Like, so, so very sad. Like, I, I just weeped. And it's so touching uh, because her feet are there, and uh, one of her shoes is untied. And poor Jojo... <laughs> He's, he's trying to tie her shoes, you know, and and he just can't. And so then he just holds his holds her feet, and then he just cries. And then he just sits there for a while, and then he looks up at his mom hanging, and she's dead. And it's just, like, so, so fucking sad. Oh, my gosh, man. That'll rip your heart out. And then by the end of the movie, uh, you know, we're already in spoiler territory. I don't know why I feel like I have to still say no spoilers here, or talk about spoilers here. But uh, so the end of the movie... Uh, when Germany has lost the war, um, <laughs> uh, him and the young Jewish girl leave the house. You know, he's like, war's over, and uh, she she's leaving, and she has shoes on, and they're not tied. But Jojo's able to tie one of her shoes. And so Jojo, you know, he's, he's he figured out the shoe tying thing. So that's, that's interesting. 
Yeah, it's really fun stuff. Um, another fun little subtle thing that's, you know, built up, built up, built up in the movie is Sam Rockwell's character. Uh, it's hinted at early on because when Jojo walks into the office, uh, he's like feeding another guy uh, a sandwich, right? And then uh, they, they stop abruptly when people are looking at them. <laughs> and then later on, he comes back to the office and uh, uh, Sam Rockwell and this other Nazi, they're talking and their faces get really close and they have like this little awkward pause and it's very telling. You're like, oh, I think these guys might be gay, right? And it's funny because he, he can't be gay, you know? And he's like this raw, raw, macho Nazi. But then like you can tell like, you know, these two dudes love each other, which is great because it's like it's just a little subtle thing, you know? And, uh, so you start to think maybe Sam Rockwell, you know, maybe he's not one of the bad Nazis, you know, he's probably a good guy. And, uh, you know, the, when the young Jewish girl is at the house, the Gestapo come over and he helps conceal her identity. And so we're like, oh, wow, he's actually a really good guy because he too is hiding something. He too is doing something, you know, the party doesn't, you know, appreciate you know it's he's doing something he's hiding you know something his secret is you know he's gay just like they're hiding the jew in the house you know so they have something to lose you know and they have to put on this brave face so it's like really really great and then uh, by the end of the movie you know he when the when the allies make it into germany <laughs> he made like this special costume you know for the battle and it's got like frills and it's got tassels and everything, and he's got, like, feathers, like, on his hat. Like, it's just fantastic. He's utterly fabulous. He's got eyeliner on. It's great. <laughs> but it's it's really great stuff, man. I mean, yeah. And I know I gave, like, huge spoilers for the movie, but there's a lot I didn't talk about in the movie. And so I would 100% say watch this movie. Jojo Rabbit is fantastic. I think you guys will love it. Um, I don't know how long it'll be in theaters, you know, later, you know, for you guys, but I would, I would say definitely watch it. Definitely, definitely. I loved it. It's been my favorite movie of the year so far. And, uh, you know, I watch a lot of movies, so for it to be the top, it's pretty great. That's a good accomplishment. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was Zach's Corner. Um, I hope you guys appreciate me doing, uh, I guess, a more current movie <laughs> it is odd this is the first time the pod people in any form you know any branch of the pod people here uh that we've done a movie in theaters so i like the i like doing this so if you guys if there's any movies you guys want me to review maybe even something in theaters that you think i should watch and then talk about i'm down to do it this was interesting and i think it kind of went well um <laughs> And or just anything you want me to find, you know, just, you know, let me know what you guys want me to watch. You know, I, I, I want to hear from you guys because this is our show. Zach's Corner is for the people. And, uh, you know, we, we, we try to make everybody happy and accommodate everybody's, you know, what they want to watch. And uh, <laughs> uh, Tomas keeps threatening to get me to do open water, too. And I don't want to do that, but I might because, <laughs> you know. Hey, why not? So you never know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do take your suggestions and I really, really want to do some fun movies. The best way to tell us what you want me to do on Zach's Corner would to be get on Facebook and then you get in the, your little search box and you put at DTZ the pod people and you'll get to our page and you can leave a comment on this episode. You can send us a message on Facebook 
And you can reach our AML through the Facebook. So there's plenty of options to get a hold of us. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, I hope you take care of yourselves. And I will see you very soon. Have a great week. Bye.